0: Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey.
1: Live from the W K O M studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it
2: all. He's bound down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there.
3: I'm Eastbound to watch a bandit run. Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy, and I'm Dude Number Three. Um, Welcome to Thursday edition of Three Dudes with a View. This is our last show of the week. I hope everybody's getting ready for a big Fourth of July weekend. Uh, Tomorrow, Inside Moon, Tennessee with Jim Ross. And then we will see you next Tuesday as I hope everyone's going to be at home or at the beach or doing something fun for 4th of July uh, with friends and family on Monday. So we will see you next Tuesday. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Doug. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right, folks. And now, uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you doing?
4: Good morning, Dale. Missing you in the
3: studio. I am high-top Mount Eagle Mountain. That's I've what I hear. three grandchildren you may well hear from uh, before the show is <laughs> over. They've well, been running around here somewhere. I'm Ron jealous. Hart, regularly a special guest dude on Tuesday. But this week had some scheduling difficulties, and now he's here with us on Thursday. Ron, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, and now he was here. I hope he's still with us. Yeah, Jeff Beyerlein, a candidate for uh, U.S. Congress as a Republican in the 5th Congressional District. Uh, he uh, will be on the ballot in August. JB for hey, Tennessee.
0: Good morning, everybody. How are you? JB for Tennessee.
4: Right.
3: <coughs> Tennessee, right. Yes. 5th, 5th Congressional District of Tennessee. Um which consisted if people are still not familiar with that new district has murray county lewis county marshall county most of williamson county a slither of southern davidson county and a slither of southern wilson county jeff barline uh you were at the debate last monday night right here in murray county and it's great to have you back in the studio today uh you received a lot of attention and praise for your performance in that debate uh but let, let's start over just at the beginning. We've done this before, but let's do it again. Uh, who is Jeff Byerline? Where did you grow up? Uh, where? What do you do? How did you get to where you are today? And why do you want to run for Congress?
0: Sure. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. That debate was one of the highlights of, of my my time. Um, it validated not just my suspicion, what I've seen down at Mule Day and spending time down here as well. These, this is the home of the most Impassioned conservatives in the district and uh, always feel like a, a very warm place to be. The debate was conducted so well, it was timely. I think it was substantive, got a lot of issues out. It was so well supported, and uh, I'm a lucky man to even be up on stage with, with eight other candidates. You first did off. great, Jeff. Thank you, did you did great. But, and,
3: uh, and Debbie Matthews and her crew did a great job in organizing it.
4: Um, Mur- yeah, the Murray County Republican Party showed off that night, I think.
0: That was, yes, that, was that was something else.
3: most about Murray County Republican Party. Sure. All right, Jeff, tell us about you.
0: Sure, absolutely. Well, I grew up in Ohio, um, and a very very conservative place in Cincinnati. Uh, it kind of wavers. <laughs> you see that in some of the elections, but it's maybe a different type of conservative we, we see down here. But it really wasn't political. My family didn't give money. I didn't come for money. Went to cl- country club variety. My, both my parents worked, um, and then I went to a Christian school and uh, all about service and, and, and giving back and being a part of something more. Uh, and that's really kind of ingrained in me from a young age. Uh, and after that, I ended up going to West Point. I was fortunate enough to both get in and, and do well there and, and was able to uh, um, get selected to be an Army aviator, uh, where I went to flight school down in Alabama and then uh, ended up flying Blackhawks. And from there, started my military career. I spent about 11 years active duty uh, for those excuse me five of those years overseas
4: what year were you what year did you join the military what year was it
0: but technically we're in the army at West Point um yes. but you know that's that's the schoolhouse yes. yeah. uh so 1995 I got out of West Point
4: oh so you were there for 9-11 well not
0: 1995 I
4: know but as and it came up right? what
0: well, 9-11 I was in Tennessee wow so I got to Tennessee and I, I, I never forget the morning we got done with PT in the army up at Fort Campbell uh and I was I was literally in the, in the mess hall uh a gentleman pulled me aside one of our colonels and looked at me and he says Jeff you've got the nod I want you to be a unit commander you're going to take over the unit the first from my year group to do that um, and I sat down and looked up at the TV and saw the, the the plane crash I'm like what the hell is going on as soon as we saw the second one I knew it's game on so I ran back to the headquarters from that point we knew what was coming uh, the 101st Airborne kicked out uh, smaller units uh, and then President Bush came. You know, they delayed the change of command where I would actually take over, uh, and then I had to split my unit to deploy, um, you know, quite a few soldiers and several of our aircraft over there to Afghanistan. And while they were gone, we started planning Iraq, uh, and that, that took up most of 2002. And then we were the first entity from the 101st Airborne into Iraq of the the six what they call assault companies. So they've got various elements, uh, and that was one of the honors of my life. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm not of the time to think that, you know, everyone should experience war, but I wouldn't trade that experience because you get a whole new taste for freedom, and, uh, you know, I, I think Mr. York understands what it's like to put on a uniform and serve, uh, and you, you tend to look at America differently once you've done that.
4: Amen. Amen. So when did you leave? When did you get a – what years did you serve till? On sure, the sure.
0: So, I, you know, essentially in the Army active duty from 1995 to 2004, I came back to Nashville, uh, got a master's degree down at Vanderbilt in business. I thought I'm going into healthcare, real estate. Uh, I got redeployed because I was in the National Guard at the time, and uh, as soon as I got out of Vanderbilt, I went over to Kosovo for 13 months on a NATO mission, where I served with the Ukrainians, the Poles, the French, the Germans, the British, Um, but the, the Ukrainians live with us on our base. Uh, and after that, uh, my family was getting pretty unstable at the time. Uh, I, I just said, "Hey, I've got to wash my hands of this. <laughs> I got to be a dad. My kids don't even know me." And uh, it was a lot. And I started a career in healthcare. Uh, and for the past 15 years, we've been running um, dialysis clinics, folks with kidney failure, renal failure, and we have them here in our community down here in Columbia.
4: Right. How many? How many? How many states is involved in that that you're running?
0: Uh, I, w- I was running uh, six states, the biggest I ever. got would run the whole Midwest and most of the Southeast. So I think we're up to eight or nine. Um, but when we say states, some only have one or two clinics. Others, like Illinois, I had twelve or thirteen. You
4: know. Well, what what I love, Delk, and and you can chime in is, you know, Jeff is here. He understands military. He understands getting along with other countries and what that takes. He's involved with that process. He s- served in the military. Then you went, weren't you in Central America for a little I while? I spent
0: two years in Central America. We lived in Honduras and we covered every country from essentially Panama up to Guatemala, El Salvador, Belize, Nicaragua, um, Guatemala, many places where these immigrants are coming from today. Uh, and then, you know, even when I mentioned in school when I was a young man, as a Christian, part of our mission was to go out and serve. And, you know, I understand the sentiment of folks getting frustrated with so many people coming here and immigrants. But like I said the other night, i don't blame the immigrant at all i'm married to an immigrant but before that even you know they're coming to try to make their life better and get a better lot in life the challenge is our government and our failure to maintain control of our border first of all where we've you know essentially compromised our sovereignty and much like the tragedy that happened two days ago where it cost 51 lives in the most horrific way um you know we're derelict and as i said the other night too we have the ability to deter this, and that's where it needs to go. And deterrence is capability times will. Right. We clearly have the capability, just like we sent fifty-four billion of capability to Ukraine. Right. We're expecting them to do things that we're unwilling to do. And I, as a veteran and American, regards of party. It's unacceptable.
4: Well, I know that that lays at Joe Biden's feet for sure. What is occurring at the mm-hmm. border, um, and uh, you know, you can't Jeff. be a country without borders.
5: Go, go ahead, Monsieur. Jeff, let me ask you a question. Now, that situation where 51 people died in the trailer, Mm -hmm. the trailer passed through two checkpoints. Was that an inside job or what? You know, I, mean, I, I don't, don't want to that. pass through two checkpoints.
0: It, it is and definitely. And nobody opens suspect. up the
5: doors in that trailer and look inside it's to see it's absolutely suspect. In
0: it. I also know we have electronic capabilities. It means to detect what's inside a vehicle. Right. Just like when you go through TSA, you know, you, you put your bags in that conveyor right. and it checks based on density and, you know, whatever formula, and looking for certain things. We've got equipment that, that's under and on the side of the road. No truck should be able to pass through without being detected. Now, there's also. All kinds of trickery some of the drug missions have been on down down there and uh the the folks who smuggle are very very clever one yes. of them i remember there was a the truck a semi-truck when they opened it up it was empty so the dea and the indigenous um counter-narcotic forces down in central america pulled out drills and started drilling the floors and the walls and all this cocaine fell out um so they made it look fake but they did a very good job to the naked eye you wouldn't detect it but mr i have no idea whether that's inside whether someone was paid off to let him pass corruption you know yeah. may, maybe but i just don't know
5: right. It, right it's a lot of money flowing from those cartels and from the coyotes so it, it's possible
0: you're that, right that Unbelievable. could happen i mean no, i
5: don't no. see how we it's not that it's an open border it was mm-hmm. checked but right. nobody right. took action when they checked the thing right. and then you know they're they're apprehending thousands of people who come across the border and trying to put them in a process. It's not that the border is completely open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some do get through. But that's in any border. Look at the northern border. Same thing happens in Canada.
0: You know, one thing in the military that we would do any time there was an aviation accident, and I've been a part of one, ourselves down in Central America, we were in a crash, and uh, another time we lost an aircraft. Uh, Combat's a bit of a different situation, but when there's a mishap or or something that's detrimental, they have a stand-down. They stop what you're doing. Let's everyone get an assessment for what's going on. I don't think the loss of 51 lives... Should prevent us from assessing even closer how did this happen to your point and what can we do about it to stop it? Uh, I listened to who's the new spokesman for the White House? Jean Pierre?
5: Yeah.
4: I
0: think it means Pinocchio in right, French. Right, I
5: think so too.
4: It's
0: ridiculous. And she said the border's closed. I know. It's disgraceful. Right. And yeah. I, I think both parties well, well, should well,
5: agree. The border, with Jeff, support. the border is closed. I mean, it's not wide open like, like <laughs> the, uh, the white it's, alleges uh, it is. I mean, year, some I, people I, I, get through, some people don't get through, but there shows that is are thousands of
3: people. This show is about Jeff Beyerline, but the folks, the border is just wide Sorry. open. They're greeting them down there with blankets and welcome packages. Mm-hmm. And, and cell phones. And yeah. Everything, yeah, cell phones. Oh, they're
0: giving them, they're giving and them I think, food stamps them, now, too. Put them on too, a plane the or States. a
3: bus to a nice destination somewhere. Democrat registration vote. That's right. It, right, it's, right yeah, it's, it's wide open. But it's Jeff, Jeff Beyerlein, this is your first run mm-hmm. for public office, correct?
0: Absolutely. This is the first time I've ran for anything. Um, and at the end what, of the day, what, I've got a lot to say.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what 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 gets, got you to wake up one morning and go, I want to run for Congress?
0: Well, two things, and I shared this the other night uh, as well. I mean, I think our untimely exit from Afghanistan, and again, I'm not thinking we need to be in these places so long. I've seen right. too much loss, too much cost, um, and it, it's an, it's an American tragedy. But at the end of the day leaving 13 soldiers on the battlefield that didn't have to be that way we lost control and again i shared this before one of us from tennessee um and then then the other thing is the covid mandate now i've taken the vaccine we got vaccines for our patients first and our staff i thought at the time was very important so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say I, i wasn't a fan of that but the moment by which any entity says you'll take this shot or you're fired that flipped a switch in me and i said what the heck are we doing with our country for instance, yesterday, I was down at the state capitol petitioning the governor in a rally. Um, there were actually a couple other candidates, which was interesting, about our National Guardsmen here in Tennessee. Right. My point in all that, though, is if you're willing to compromise both the livelihood and careers of thousands of your Guardsmen... Who's going to come to help? Right, it's going to be a huge amount if they terminate these guys. A flood, I mean, like thirty percent
4: of the total the, national guard. The border, guard. and I right. think
0: again, but it's not a partisan issue. No, no is right. this right over a shot? And they had people who were who got very very ill from taking the vaccine. I can tell you in two instances I'm aware of. One on my team, she ended up having a seizure, and they can't say it's absolutely due to the shot, but the timing. Yeah, the timing. having that a few days later, she was out of work for a year. This is a young single mom. That's right. It's so embarrassing. You know
5: that the UCMJ governs any military personnel. And yes, sir. And it's different from from regular You're citizens. You're absolutely right. So if, you know, I took a whole battery of shots when I just went to Hawaii, which was a state.
0: You and me both. But, mm-hmm. but.
5: I couldn't. I couldn't say I'm not taking it because you've already taken the oath to serve and protect this country.
0: You're right, but here's the point in that. I got everything from yellow fever, um, ABC, red, white, and blue fever. I mean, it was we got <laughs> right. we, a, Ebola, C Ebola, D Ebola. <laughs> yep. We got shot with everything. But here's the difference: if you didn't take it, it was an Article 15. There's plenty of ways to punish people: take their pay, take their rank. You know, dock them a week's pay. But don't fire them. I know. You've invested in their career. I know. The enemy would kill for that opportunity. Well, the, but, the but enemy but probably
4: instigated
5: a, this for this to happen, which is going to gut our military. How can you be a commander of a ship and not protect your shipmates by taking the, the, vaccine? the vaccine? Let, 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 doesn't let, me, work, let yeah. me tell
0: you about a ship, and, and you know that. We've lost 10 sailors this year. 10 sailors on one ship alone due to suicide right we lost 176 active service members due to suicide what's killing more right is it covid it's suicide
2: Mm -hmm. yes amen we
0: need to prioritize
4: well let's take a
3: break ready the the music's singing let's take a break and come back and talk more with jeff Barlow. Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the garbage man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved.
2: My name is Sheila Butt, and I am asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. I believe in our God-given rights and that our Tennessee Constitution is correct in saying that the power is inherent in the people. As your state representative, I stood against egregious government mandates, and I will find a plan for more controlled growth in Murray County. I hope that with your vote for Murray County mayor, you will stand with me for faith, family, and freedom in Murray County. This ad paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Chairman. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking, Are we gonna do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get
3: there, I'm Eastbound and watch a Bandit Run. Hello, Southern of the Welcome to Three Dudes with a View. I'm dude number three, Delph Kennedy, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing?
2: Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody.
3: Dude, number one, Mister Jimmy Ork, how are you? Good morning, Del. How's everybody? All right, regular special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you doing? So
4: good. Good morning, guys. Glad to be here.
3: And regular guest, dude, on Tuesday, but this week on Thursday, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right, folks, we've got Jeff Byerline with us. He is a candidate for United States Congress, Fifth District of Tennessee. He's a candidate for the Republican nomination. Primary for which will take place August fourth, so we're getting closer all the time. Uh, Jeff Mayerline, you have been praised for your performance in the debate here in Murray County, hosted by the Murray County Republican Party on Monday night. Uh, And and I will say this: it's clear that uh, you know you had three hundred and fifty of probably the most active Republicans in uh, Murray County in that auditorium and you know you you might have expected that Andy Ogle, in the hometown boy would get the hometown reception now he was warmly received mm-hmm. but it was clear that that audience was all ears to all of you uh, and uh, you were you were well received um I think so that was
4: wow. th- his name was on everyone's lips at the end of the night, right? Delk? I meant they all left yeah, there.
0: Yeah, I mean, they were talking Everybody about Natisha. Natisha was, was funny. She was she was great. Had good and, ideas. And
4: Jeff, yeah. now I I want to say here if I can plug this, on the Murray County Republican Facebook page, we have pinned this debate. So anyone in earshot that wants to see this debate to see all these impressive candidates, go to Murray. M-A-U-R-Y, like the county, T-N-G-O-P dot com. Murray, T-N-G-O-P dot com. And you can watch the debate in full so everybody can see. And you did do a great job, Jeff. Well, thank you Fantastic.
0: for saying that. I, I was, uh, I think, one of the received, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't think that, that the crowd was one way or another. Um, I, was, I was almost... Uh, amazed at how many people uh, were coming up to me subsequent and, and being very uh, very courteous and introducing themselves and said really like what you had to say you know what's interesting is i love the questions because each of us comes at it from a different angle right and what you know tisha might say okay my number one thing is mental health right. I, I don't disagree i think right. it's great especially come from education or someone may say okay the number one thing we need to focus on right now is the border hey that's their thing for me it's the economy and stabilizing our kind, bringing us back to where we need to be. Uh, and that, there's a, quite a few reasons for that. And as a businessman, I see. Um, I can't say our national security um, should be secondary. To me, they, they've got to be front and center. But it, it's just amazing how I look at the energy efforts, expense, and where Congress is leading us seemingly back right. to January 6th, which is all theater where if we put that much energy into something productive, maybe it be our energy independence right. or stabilizing uh, you know, some of the downturn that we're experiencing right now, how great we really could be. The
4: congressional yeah. hearings could be held on several things, and they're not. Yeah. So you're exactly okay. right.
5: Mr. York, you got a question? Yeah. Jeff, what area do you think would benefit Tennessee most if you were elected to Congress, the military or health care or education or what?
0: I think we could go in a bunch of different directions. Now, I, I can't say, even as a military guy, that's that's the number one thing. I, I think getting us back to energy independence could benefit everybody, whether you're an well, educator. Well, that is a national
4: security issue. I, and
0: I, I brought that up, and, right. and it, it has to do with our autonomy. We have more natural resources than any country in the world. And, you know, this is deliberate that we've really choked that down uh, to be more reliant on our adversaries. Which Jeff, is, what I'm
5: asking mm-hmm. is what would your expertise benefit Tennessee most?
0: I think the ability as a, as a businessman to see things logically and understand what our priority is and, and craft a path to get there. Um, you know, I mentioned it the other night as well. We can talk about the border. We can talk about the tragedy. But we're not exerting our economic leverage. It has nothing to do with the military. It has everything to do with... With getting folks who may be supportive, or they may have policies that are adversarial to us, to understand that we mean business. And if Mexico, for instance, were to tighten up their southern border, we could we could stem that that flow of migrants northward. If we're talking to countries who rely on our trade, Honduras, Guatemala, I think they would take control of their own borders internally as well. And. It,
4: well they're stressed as governments because their their men are leaving, they are mm-hmm. leaving and it's leaving children and old people and they are they are struggling as well and sure. they're out of their mouths, their governments mm-hmm. have said, tell Joe Biden to quit saying come sure. that's just what everyone is hearing in Central sure. America. come mm-hmm. so we do have to okay. talk about that. Ron
1: Harb, what do you got? Oh uh, curious about polling polling where, 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 is, it, is there any done yet? Is it reliable? where, where, where does it stand? From and is it a majority? Do you have to get 51% or is it just uh, you can win with like 17% in a crowded field?
0: In, in a field of nine, you can win with 12% because yeah. it, our, ours is a plurality, which a lot of folks were bringing up on the radio that they didn't really realize that. Um, 800,000 people in the district, let's just say 55% of them are Republican. I mean, th- this race may come down to thirteen or 14,000, depending Um Uh, Polling, I know it's being done. Our competitors are doing it. We're getting the calls. I haven't spent a lot of energy towards that. I mean, that's also very resource-intensive. And I'm running a financially constrained campaign, most of which I'm funding, folks. I literally left my right. job to do this because I think it's that important. i I'm drawing a line in the sand saying, you know, I'm throwing down. I'm dead serious about this. In regards to the financial costs, whatever, I'm going to keep going.
4: But you're not beholding to anybody. Oh, no, When no you one fund it me. yourself, yeah. you're not beholding yeah. to anyone.
0: It's now, great. I will say, I, I did uh, – I didn't make a trip to D.C., and uh, the, the first thing I did when I got back last week was took a shower in Purell, and that's <laughs> some of the greatest and the most interesting and, and the most bizarre people ever, but I was there uh, as part of um, an entity called Seal Pack, whereas a lot of the... The military veterans kind of congregated who are running for office across the country, and SEAL PAC, i.e., the Navy SEALs, uh, helped sponsor this, and, um, and you know they will support the campaign. I have their endorsement now from Ryan Zink.
4: That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Delk, what you thinking? I, wanna, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, you said that you were married to a legal immigrant. She, what's her first name again? Maureen. I met her. The, well, this was my second time to meet her. Lovely woman. But she's originally from Australia. She is. And she came in uh, legally into right, the country, right. which is a whole different process, right? You want yeah, to talk about that a little very, bit?
0: Very much so. And Maureen's been great. You know, we, we talk about some of the best Americans, and I think folks who have relativity, um, me as a veteran seeing the other side in many, many ways, um, her having grown up in, in many ways and, uh, socialized medicine, and other things too. She may be biased and we don't agree on everything, right? You know, Australians in, in many ways, much more, uh, you know, I would say have a, have a liberal bent to it. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, she sees America very differently. And one of her greatest days was her becoming America, which I, I walked through that process with her and we drove down to Memphis, you know, went through that, um, that naturalization ceremony. Unfortunately, it was during COVID, so I, I couldn't be there in the room, but uh, it was a very, very proud day. Wow, that's so awesome. It's
4: so awesome. So, um, what, ha- what how part al- of
5: Australia is she from, bud?
0: Uh, uh, Jeff? The, the, there's a. You've heard of Ayers Rock, that big red rock in yeah. the center of the desert. Not so far from there, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's a mining town called Mount Isa. Folks don't really know. Most of Australia's populations are on the two coasts, right. which probably eighty percent of it on the east coast, and then Perth on the west coast. She's from the desert a place yeah. called. Okay, um, she's not, not from
5: Brisbane or Sydney, right? No,
0: no, not far from Brisbane, uh, yeah. but no, definitely not Sydney.
4: So, how old are you, Jeff? May I ask? Uh, yeah, uh, May I absolutely. be personal? Absolutely. I think I'm, it's
0: important. I, I shared this before. I'm, I'm knocking on the, knocking the door of fifty, so I'm, I'm 49 years old.
4: Wow, fifties are the are great. <laughs> Trust me, they're the best ever. So, except you know, little aches and pains, but good, really great.
0: Well, there's no going back.
4: There was a well... I want to talk about Jeff Barline, but there was a, there was a study that uh, surveyed people at, uh, that were in their 90s. What was the best decade of your life? Sure. And the survey came back. You would think it was 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. but everyone said it was their 60s. Mm-hmm. You know? So we got lots to look forward to. So You
0: know what's interesting, Debbie, especially working in health care, and the patients that we deal with have a terminal disease. Right. The only way out is a transplant, and there are way too few organs than there are folks needing those organs kidneys right. so they're all dying and it, it's a it's a brutal disease some of them if they take care and they're in good health might might be able to kind of stave that off for several years and some of them you know can't make it several months but at the end of the day some of the best conversations are talking to people who see life through the lens of you know someone towards the end and they know it's terminal they'll never forget there was a lady up in kentucky and she said jeff when she was in her 80s she said when you get to my age you never regret the things you did, you only regret the things you didn't strive to do, I and agree. I'll carry that carry that with me. And in much like this, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to make a name for myself. I'm trying to change our country. And you get beyond the point of worried about what the financial cost is, what some of the embarrassment or other things you may trip up. You just go for it. And when you lose that fear. It's very, very empowering.
4: Yes, it is. It is revolutionary when you don't fear anymore. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, I know that being a West Point cadet, you know, I was um, um, uh, Mark Green was there the other Absolutely. night, our, our congressman, um, but. Uh, there is a group, as you said, there's a pack out of out of D.C. that is funding military folks or helping mm-hmm. to finance. That's, yeah, and that's when, when we say
0: funding, I mean, it, it doesn't even cover a week of commercials. But I, but I, I really appreciate that. The, the endorsement's important, too. I mean, they see value in that. Back uh, maybe 30 or 40 years ago, I think the majority of Congress were military veterans. They, they you know were s- former service members. And now I think we're down to 15%. Wow. You're seeing a rise across the country. And that's on both sides of the fence. Right. There's plenty of folks. Folks who may not see the world I do, but they're so committed and passionate about making our country better. You know, and, uh, and I, I share that with them, you know, um, and at the end of the yes, day, many, so, go ahead.
5: Have you sought the Trump endorsement? Uh, or, or, that's, a, that's
0: an amazing question. And my answer is no. In fact, I do not. And I am thank you for bringing it up because I want to clarify what I shared the other night. I don't seek the Trump endorsement. First of all, he's already endorsed a person in this race. And, and that didn't work out. I don't think President Trump should get a mulligan here. He shouldn't get a do-over. And you know, at the end of the day, he may choose to play. He may not. Um, you know, he's endorsed against some of the other military candidates. I don't think he's got anything about against the military. You know, but but that said, you know, we'll see where this goes. Um, I considered if they offered it. I don't think they're going to offer it. Um, and at, at the end of the day, though, Trumpism needs to supersede. One man, right. and if we're going to be successful as a country, I think we can adopt essentially Trump doctrine and how he approached the economy, how he approached energy, how he approached international relations in a way that is, is constructive. And you know, I think all the good that came out of it. I still see him as one of the two greatest presidents in the last fifty years. I agree, Trump and Reagan. That's, amen. Trump and Reagan, and uh, we'll see where this goes. My concern is it's going to be extremely destructive if he runs, but at the same time. You know he'll create a lot of hope for for people. I just don't want to see our country torn apart. You know I respect the I respect the office. I respect the man, but the, you know, there's a lot to it. But he's going to have to fight to yes. win the nomination again, and he should.
4: Well, and Trump's not going to back away from a fight. No, he's. That's not. the reason we like him. It was mm-hmm. withering every single day watching what he went through. Uh, a regular man and a regular ego could not have gotten through that, and to get through that yeah. establishment. This is the way we do things, and it's our power. Uh, mm-hmm. It's our power structure. You know, for him to go in that and work within that and get as much done as he did in four years is absolutely amazing.
0: It, it is, so. it is, and, and he. Uh, there's a phrase, and Senator Scott shared this with us last week in Williamson County. He said, "When, what's important now?" Exactly. And Trump was the president who listed a whole series of tasks, and they went one by one. Abraham Accords, moving it, moving the. Um, the embassy. The embassy right. in Israel. Right. You know, look, looking at our, our stability. Um, economics were phenomenal. And we, we should take that with us. And I, I hope he can back it up again.
4: You know? I hope so, too. So, Delk, you're going to call us out to a commercial? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do it. And, uh, you're eating a good breakfast in Eagle and we're jealous, I bet. So...
0: You should get on that fiery, fiery gizzard trail down there in Mount Eagle That's when, when right. you're done. It's a beautiful right. place.
4: Absolutely.
3: It is like gorgeous.
0: It's my favorite place in Tennessee, actually. I love it.
3: We'll be back.
7: This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7
3: WKOM Columbia. I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for the Murray County Mayor. As your mayor from 2014 to 2018, I am now even more eager to address the needs of our fast-growing county. As exciting as it is to see our county grow, we must move forward in a planned and thoughtful process. We must always be good stewards of your tax dollars while at the same time moving ahead with planned growth. That's hands-on Murray County experience. I'm Charlie Norman, and I'm asking for your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer.
5: Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger. Any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and
8: Lewisburg.
7: We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the TSSAA, are the 109,000 high school sports students in Tennessee. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials.
6: weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. I'm the Happy Face
1: Truck today. Yeah. Hi again, this is Jason Gillum, and I'm still out here campaigning hard to earn your vote. After talking to so many friends and neighbors throughout our district, I know we can do better. Who are we? We are the people of Murray County. How do we do better? Send me to the Capitol to be your conservative voice. I will work hard for you every day to improve our standard of living. Vote for me, Jason Gillum, Republican candidate, 64th District State Representative. Paid for by Jason Gillum, Don Gillum Treasurer.
2: Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done, we've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there, I'm Eastbound bound, up, watch a Bandit Run.
3: Alright, welcome back 3 News with a view. my name is Jeff Kennedy, I'm dude number 3, this is our last show of the week tomorrow morning this time the station inside Middleton tennessee with jim ross and then we'll all be off on monday 4th of july and uh we will see you again next tuesday morning july the 5th have a great july 4th weekend folks we are on wkom 101.7 but you can catch the podcast of this show anytime uh three days with a view either go to our website or just get it wherever you get your podcast um and Tom Price, his 30 Minutes of News is on uh, every morning. It's uh, Middle Tennessee Today. Is it Southern Middle Tennessee Today or Middle Tennessee Today, Clayton? Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Southern Middle Tennessee Today. You may need to know that title to find the podcast, but if you miss Tom's news at 7.30 and 5.30 each day, you can catch it anytime uh, on the podcast. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing?
2: I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody.
3: All right, Mr. Jim York, dude number one. Good morning, Del. How's everybody? All right, Mr. York, I think you deserve a bronze star for coming to the Republican (laughs) meeting on that. Oh,
4: so good to see Jim there. I'm
5: a military guy, (laughs) man. I got my flag jacket on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was so uh, good to see
4: you.
3: He came to the meeting, folks, and I tell you, he was warmly received by uh, a lot of Republican fans who came up to shake his hand and hug him and and say hello. So, it, it was great. Um, it wasn't
5: bad. You know, you got to take a chance. At my my age, I can take a chance every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> You're hello.
4: Republican at heart, Jim. No We're gonna way. Get you there. No way. Yes, you I'm are.
5: Stone cold, stone cold Democrat. <laughs>
4: All right. Uh, special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. So good to be here. Native
3: son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart, How are you? Good morning.
1: Uh, Mr. Right. Mr. York yeah, I just went online to donate to JB there and I, I'm in my car and call up JB and I gave money and uh, it turns out it's JB Smiley, a Democrat from
5: <laughs>
1: Memphis <laughs> thanks, and thanks. I only know that because once I sent the Venmo money it came at blue <laughs>
4: To get to you
8: to
1: get yeah money, that, Jeff, that's, I, a, that's, I, a, that's a great, great He's also using JB. I sent to Clayton, but he's also using JB for Tennessee. So he said JB for Tennessee. Right. So yeah. I Google that, and I'm in my car half you know half well, working, I kind of drive driving. And then yeah, sure. But I, that's, I don't that's know who gave idea. that I idea. You crossing over, right? <laughs> oh, that
4: will be on a, a commercial run in five minutes. I, sure. I
5: hope J B uses that as a commercial. Here's a donation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, Yo, he's, I love he's it. a bronze he's a
1: bronze star guy. I just wow. at him, I D D. I can't pay much yeah, attention yeah. to anything for long.
0: And uh I said, I
1: that's him
4: and, <laughs>
0: And I'm going to have some weight, some dollars So mine is uh JB for TN5.com. Say so TN5. it again. JB uh, for TN5.com. Okay.
3: Republican yes. candidate, Republican candidate for US Congress. Impressive, Republican candidate. Uh, he's in our studio and he's got a guitar in his hand. Yes. Uh, now on the other hand, uh JB Smiley is a Democrat from Memphis running for governor. Uh and I'm sure he appreciates your donation. <laughs> yeah, I
1: kind of found out that the hard way. You yeah. need to if suck Jeff that venmo right back. Don-
3: if people want to donate to you as a Republican candidate for Congress, uh, where do they go?
0: They, they can see my platform, and if, if they're so inclined beyond prayer to make a donation, I wouldn't turn that back either, and that's uh, www.JB.com. For TN5.com. Is that Tennessee the number five. four? F-O-R. I think both of them will get there. I own both, okay. both domains. So, J-B-4. F-O-R-T-N-5.com.
4: For Tennessee 5. Yes. The Congressional 5th. If right. you wonder why the 5's there. Right. Dot com. Awesome. And if you yes, want man. to see his awesome performance, guys, listen. Not only am I... I'm proud that you're an awesome candidate that mm-hmm. covers military, health care, and business. I meant a complete package of a candidate. I'm just damn glad to know you, Jeff. You're a fine human being. I consider you a friend now, a friend of Murray County. Likewise,
0: likewise. Love it down here.
4: But to see his performance on the debate, you can go to Murray, M-A-U-R-Y, like Murray Mm -hmm. County, com. We have the debate pinned at the top of our page. It is there for everybody to watch all the candidates' great performance Monday night at the Murray County GOP Reagan Day Dinner. So it's fantastic. But you've written us a little bit of a ditty. You want to play it? for you?
7: I
0: tell you, the origin of this came from one of the the monthly meetings I attend, GOP meeting, yes. a gentleman named Steve McGee, Steve McGee was it's one awesome. of the funniest hats I'd ever seen, and said, "Don't California my Tennessee." <laughs> and I sat oh, the, was at the table, drank lemonade, ate cookies. We talked. Uh, Mr. Scott was there, Jerry and his beautiful wife. And uh, so I said, I, I went home and I said, "That's I got to do something about that." So I'm not a I'm not much of an artist, I'm not much of a writer, but when I get inspiration, I try to put it to paper, and this is what I came up with. <laughs>
5: okay,
4: don't and, uh, this is not Tennessee. a
0: knock on my t- California. Some of the best Tennesseans, yes, they are, come from elsewhere and they're coming here. For all the right yes, reasons. Yes. I just hope okay, our, our state doesn't lose
5: it.
0: <laughs> We're about to find <laughs> out, especially in this <laughs> one. So, so, so here yeah, it goes. Folks, all right, here we go.
2: Jeff Bilella. There's a place I know some call fly over country. It don't look like much from 40,000 feet. But down beneath those clouds and smoky mountains Well, the folks around here still love being free You see, we don't try to solve the whole world's problems Your Green New Deal is Green New killing me (laughs) Yes You won't fix a thing by emptying my pockets To protect a way of life For those elites
0: I heard Texas
2: Needs a few more desperados And Carolina Needs some company (laughs) But don't California Upper Tennessee (laughs) That's it I'm sorry guys (laughs) That was That's good. awesome. Yeah. Hey,
4: listen. You know that this district will cover a lot of creative people oh, that yeah. re- rely on their royalties. Middle Tennessee and publishing rights... Tennessee used to, number one source of income used to be printing and publishing. Wow, and that is not anymore because streaming is killing that ecosystem that made Tennessee. The songwriters are getting crushed right, right, right now. Right, so you got to talk to me because yeah. we've got to fix that for sure. So anyway, I'm so thankful that you were on with us well, this thank morning, you Jeff. All. I really Come appreciate back. that. Come back, hey Del. I think we're. Uh, hey Jeff, you were the only one that brought up abortion. I think uh, not abortion. Uh, adoption. Adoption. adoption, adoption, adoption. We need to have we're, solutions. We're about to have these. the Tennessee Children's Home folks in. But uh, talk talk a minute about that. Just uh,
0: adoption is uh, absolutely so. Everyone's talking about abortion. I understand why. But at the end of the day, Roe versus Wade getting overturned didn't stop abortion. It only pushes it back to the states and let the people in the states decide. But my point in all that though is we need to have a solution for so many kids who may not have the opportunity, may not even come into this world. And if this is going to be successful, we need to make adoption much easier. And allow parents who can't have children to take on someone uh we owe that to our children we own own solutions that currently aren't in place to the greatest extent so that was my point the other night
4: right and and i believe the tennessee children's home people are going to join us and talk about their great services and what they do in this uh wonderful area and uh just jeff it was great to have you on thank you so much
0: thank you God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate all the support down here in, in Murray County. And, and thanks I look for forward being vulnerable things.
5: enough to sing, man. <laughs> I can't hear uh, anything. Jeff, it was terrible. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff you, you're good as uh, Jimmy Davis, that was the governor of Tennessee, that sang, You Are My Sunshine, and he won the governorship. <laughs> uh, that's
4: right.
0: Well, people right. love a song. Well, let, let me song. turn it over to you guys. Thanks for what you all do. God bless you guys. Jeff Barline, come back anytime. we Will do, sir.
2: We are now joined by uh, Chris dowdy of the tennessee children's home and also mike Uhos from the tennessee children's home good morning guys good
8: morning. morning thanks for having us guys tell us what's going on right now at the uh, tennessee children's home well, we appreciate you guys having us on this morning and uh we just wanted to say thanks to the community too we've got a lot of community support for what we're doing and uh, essentially we're just we're taking kids who just need a place to call home for a time being in their life and they they've Come from situations where they may not have uh, had the, the upbringing that, that you and I may have had, but uh, we're going to put them in a situation where they can thrive. We're going to put them in a house uh, where they can feel like they're a part of a family. We're going to get them all the services that they need while they're with us and make sure that when they leave, they're going to have the skills and, and the things that they need in order to, to, to thrive in this now, community.
4: when I grew up, the Tennessee Children's Home was in Spring Hill. Where are you all located now, or is everyone in an individual house? How does that work now? We are
8: still in Spring Hill. We actually just moved to our new location in the north part of Murray County. Um and we are at the corner of Doc Robertson and Beechcroft Road. So they're tucked the, in the
4: back side of Spring the, Hill. Behind
8: the GM plant, yes yes, ma'am. Wow. And uh, we got to move in about eight months ago. We've got new houses, we've got a new school, awesome. we've got new offices wow. and we're we're so excited yeah. about the opportunities that we have now to serve those kids in an even better way. How
4: many kids are you servicing right now?
8: In in Spring Hill we're serving thirty two. On campus, and we also have an aftercare program where we can follow them home and make sure that they're doing well.
4: So this community supports you all in every way? anything that we can do for you so could you tell us what you need from this community to where we can flood you with love and support absolutely i think
8: the best thing for you guys to do is follow us on social media get to our website and see what it is that they're doing what is that website Uh, tennesseechildrenshome.org uh and then you can find us tennessee children's home on all social media uh you know follow us our youtube has some good videos explaining what we do got some kids out on there talking about what how that we help them uh you know facebook talks about some success stories but it also just gives some updates on what, what's going on on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and, and just get in touch with us. We'd love to show you around. We, we, it's an open campus. Uh, you know, Just set up a time with us. We'd be glad to, to show you around and uh, introduce you to some of the employees that are making an impact on on these kids' Do you kids need lives.
4: donations? Do you need volunteers? What exactly Always. Do you know all what the
8: means? above. Uh, okay. You can donate through our website. Okay. Uh, we have events throughout the year that support. We have a golf tournament. We have a, a half marathon and a 5K in, in November. Uh, that's coming up the Saturday after Thanksgiving this year uh typically we'll have some some different events with some singer songwriters and things like that throughout the year and so just just keep in touch with us and and, and be a part of that uh, and that'll help make some impacts on these kids lives
5: awesome so are you having an increase or
8: your kids coming into your facility um, you know, it's interesting. It, that can fluctuate based on the circumstances. It, uh, you know, Interestingly enough, during COVID, we actually had a slowdown because some of the court systems were sh- shut down and, and things weren't, weren't moving along in that direction. But uh, since then, it's actually seen we've seen an increase. And so uh, different things, uh, you know, the economy is going to affect what we, what we do, and it's going to affect the people that we serve. And so w- we're ready for that. Uh, so, yes, a lot of different uh, factors will impact that.
3: okay um, and chris what what age kids do y'all uh keep in residential
8: sure setting there? throughout throughout the state of tennessee we we serve about 70 kids and we're doing 13 to 18 year old males in the main program that we have uh, we also in clarksville have an independent living program for girls and boys and we also have a displaced families program in that clarksville facility and so throughout the the state we're serving about 100 kids a day hmm. uh,
3: Wow. And most of these referrals do come from the juvenile court system, correct?
8: Yes, sir. The majority of them do. We can take private placements, and we do sometimes. Uh, If we're able to work with those families, we're we're happy to do so when we can.
3: Okay. So these are kids who um, may be troubled themselves. There may be trouble in the family.
8: All of the above. Yes, sir. There's all kinds of situations that can, can put them in a situation where they're here with us at Tennessee Children's Home. Uh, we don't really care about that situation. We just want to make sure that we figure out the issues that they need help with, and we're going to make sure that we put them back in a better situation when they, than when they came to us. And what's your biggest need? Is it funding? Is it volunteers? Currently right now it would be funding. You know, We just moved to that new campus. We built that campus. We, we've raised about 90% of what we need for that, so we got a little bit further to go on that. Funding would be a, a big... Big portion, but also we just need funding for day-to-day operations. We get about 60% of our, our cost uh, from the state of Tennessee when we serve these kids. Okay. So we got to raise the additional 40.
5: Do you have any fundraisers coming up?
8: Uh, the biggest one coming up that we know about is be that Turkey Burn, the Spring Hill Turkey Burn half marathon on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, and then we're, we're probably going to have uh, uh, another benefit, either a concert or some kind of a, a benefit dinner uh, in the fall as well. We're still right. working on that.
4: Well we want to thank Chris, you for Mike, all we do. great to have you come back anytime. Uh
3: folks, we're out of here until next Tuesday. Have a great 4th of July weekend. Have a great
5: 4th, everybody. Same celebration.
8: Thanks, everybody. Smile
5: everybody get together.